Hi, I'm Cece, and welcome to the Barry Dyers Podcast, where we share our most intimate insecurities, bariatric stories, and battle with obesity. So grab a cup of inspiration with me as we figure out life, post up together. We are so excited to announce that ProCare Health is sponsoring the Barry Diaries podcast and all of our 2022 events. ProCare Health wants to tackle some of the stigmas of bariatric surgery. For example, one of the toughest part of being a bariatric patient is making sure we are getting in all those vitamins and checking in with our doctor to see if we actually achieve proper absorption. ProCare Health is specially formulated for bariatric patients and know what our bodies need. Not only do they take out the guesswork and make it easy for us to achieve our vitamin goals, but they also give us vitamins that taste like dessert. Win, win, and they're easily digestible. Did I mention dark chocolate squares and cinnamon rolls? Give them a try. Use code BERRYPOD to save at ProCareNow.com. Welcome, welcome to the Berry Diaries podcast. This is Cece, your host. I am so excited. We have a great show for you today. But before we get started, I wanted to go over a couple of things. The Berry Diaries podcast has started NSV Dreams. And what that is, is it's a sponsorship program which helps facilitate bariatric patients in making their why a possibility. If you are a bariatric patient and you say you want to go skydiving and you never could before because of the weight limit and now you fit it and you want to go skydiving, or you run a, run a marathon, or you want to have training and become a bodybuilder, Barry Dari's podcast is starting this sponsorship program for you so that we can help you achieve these goals. And so email us to barrydiaries at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Instagram a 10 to 15 second video clip of you achieving a smaller NSV. And we're going to make a promotional video out of it and air it at our Tacoma event coming up. We're super excited. We want you to be a part of it. Also, our events coming up. We just had a Dallas event on March 24th and we did an Austin Dallas combo. That was purely a last minute decision on my part. And It went great. Our next event coming up is in Tacoma, Washington on April 23rd. Our inspirational story for that event is April of Berry Nation. So Berry Nation will be there, Natalie and Jason. ProCare Health is the sponsor. That's going to be at the Murano Hotel in downtown Tacoma. We're so excited. And then on April the 30th, we're going to be in San Diego, California, With OSLP, our Sleeve Life podcast, Kelly and Mel, we're super excited. The inspirational story for that event is going to be Bypass Nicole. She's more known on TikTok, so go check her out. She's amazing. She's going to be there. Dr. Carmina Cardenas is our sponsor for that event. I just wanted to get that off there. You still have time to go get your tickets. Go to BarryDiaries.com to get your ticket. Also check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Barry Diaries. If you want to become a patron, anyone who's in our $10 tier up, they get goodies. You always get a live feed to any event that we do. Plus you get 
the merch and the promotional items that we give away at the event. I will mail those to you and you get to have those goodies. Go to patreon.com forward slash Fairy Diaries. And the last exciting news is Fairy Diaries is rebranding. It's getting a whole new facelift. We're super excited. Stay tuned for that. Let's get started. I love this lady. When I was pre-op, of course, when you're pre-op, you search the web for any information you can get. And I found her. Her name is Tanya. And she's at Taking My Life Back at 42 on Instagram and TikTok. She's amazing. I am so excited, Tanya. I'm so glad you're (laughs) so excited you're here. I'm literally, I want to cry. Like I am oh so, my gosh. Don't yeah, that. I watch your videos. So you're on TikTok. You have 180,000 followers on TikTok. Like you're amazing. Yeah, I know. I woke up to 180.1 today and I was I like, saw ah, that. I saw that. I got to tell you a confession before we get started. When I wanted to do something in bariatrics, when I was pre-op and I wanted to do something to stay accountable, but also to give back, right? And that's why all of us start these, you know, whether it's Instagram or TikTok or podcasts or whatever. And I wanted you to be my episode. And so I messaged, but we're not friends on, I mean, you don't follow, you didn't follow me on TikTok. So I can't mess, you can't message on TikTok unless that's right. But you know, when I first got on TikTok, you could, because I got all my messages, like before I got a following I got every message ever because I was messaging people all the time. And then sometime or another TikTok changed that because I used to never have anybody tell me like my messages won't go through. And I would be like, oh, like I have no idea why I get, I try to respond to all my messages. And then TikTok changed that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because you, like, if you get a certain number of following, they start filtering your messages. I don't know how that works, but all of a sudden my messaging has changed. So I just keep telling everyone message me on Insta because on Insta, Instagram, like every message goes through, but on TikTok, it doesn't. So it's kind of weird. I don't know how you keep up. You probably get a thousand uh, post messages. That's a full-time job. Yeah, it is. It is. is. If you let it be, it is. Yeah. I have my grandbaby all the time. And so I I try to, of course, she comes before all that other stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, it is a lot. You get people. And then of course you get the hate comments and the hate messages and, you know, you're still fat, all those comments, you get all that stuff. Yeah. It just comes with it. You know, that's part of it. it. So I like to start every episode off with your stats. Okay. Everybody wants to know numbers. Everybody wants those numbers. Yeah. And that's fine with me. Um, I'm not shy about any of it. I put myself out there. I try to keep it real. You know, um, I pride myself on, I don't just share the good. I share the ugly. I share the bad, the sad, the failures. And then I also share, of course, the victories, the accomplishments, you know, the Mm non-skill victories, all the good stuff. So um, that's what you're going to find on my page. Insta and TikTok is just real, the real weight loss side of it. It's not just Oh, you wake up skinny. You know, we all know that <laughs> you do not wake up skinny. No. You wake up, you know, in fear, anxiety, all the old habits creep back in the self-doubt, all that good stuff. But some of my numbers, I kind of jotted them down because sometimes it's hard to forget. It's hard to, it's hard to remember like how far I've come, you know? And so when I see it on paper, it almost made me cry just to like write these down because it's, it's emotional. Yeah. Um, at one time I was almost 400 pounds. I stopped weighing. For probably five years, I never stepped on a scale. 
because I didn't even go to the doctor back then, because every time you went to the doctor, you were pretty much fat shamed, body shamed. Well, everything that's wrong with you, your knees hurting, your back hurting, it's because mm -hmm. of your weight. So lose weight, you know? So yeah. I just basically stopped going to the doctor, but at my highest, so I was almost 400 pounds. I was around 380. And then I know I got bigger than that, but I just stopped weighing. So when I first started my bariatric journey and went to the doctor, I was 355. And so that was my very first day when I first started. And right mm -hmm. now I'm one, this morning I weighed just because of this. So this morning I was 175. So I'm exactly 180 pounds down. Wow. But that's that 175, so um, like last week I was 178. And so I will go back and forth with like the same, probably five to eight pounds. I'll just bounce back and forth between those. Um, and I still have, like, I still want to lose about 25 pounds. I still want to get down smaller, but right now I'm satisfied where I'm at. I'm not, I know I have more weight to lose. Um, and even like on my app, I use the very tastic app. I have, I'm not at number 10 yet. Like I'm not all the way to the 10, to the goal yet. So I still have weight to lose, but, um, but yeah, I'm happy where I'm at right now at 175. Like I never thought I would weigh 175 in my entire life. <laughs> it's just surreal. How tall are you? I'm five, five. I'm a shorty. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So amazing. Oh my gosh. That's like yeah. so exciting. Just to it's say an that. Accomplishment. I, yeah, it is. I was just talking to a uh, lady from Canada and she's Aaron and her on Instagram has got to do this for me underscore R and Y. She just had her surgery and she was about the same weight. Why she's like 300. She's like one month post-op and it's like, She's lost like 30 pounds. It's just so exciting. Yeah. I don't care it if it's is. five pounds. Those days. Yeah. yeah. You remember those days where you just, you weigh and you're like 14 pounds down and then you weigh and you're like 25 pounds down. It just, it's exciting. It just climbing and you just get so excited, you know, like it's, it's finally exciting. moving. It's moving. What brought you to have a problem with your weight? Was it a lifelong issue with obesity or what brought you there? Yeah, I have been overweight. Um, when I was a young girl, like young, young, I wasn't overweight. But once I hit middle school, I just packed on the pounds. Um, I mean, I was in like a size 22 by the time I graduated. And so I was, I've been big the whole time I've been like my husband, we joke and say we've been together longer than we've been apart because I got with him when I was 15 and we're still together now. We're high school sweethearts. But oh um, so he's seen me at every size. I mean, I've been bigger. I've been, you know, like I am now. This is the smallest I've been since we've known each other. I just got to where I could not get down on the floor and get back up. And I was real depressed. I had so much anxiety. I had so much, it wasn't so much like depression. It was just, I had no will. I had no willpower. I had no purpose. I felt like I didn't have a purpose. And my daughter was pregnant and I was helping, she had a baby and I was helping with her. And I just got to thinking to myself, Cause I just love her. Like she's my first little grandbaby and she's so like, she's a lot of my life. She makes, she brings me some, I could cry, but she brings me so much joy. And I just got to thinking, I can't get down in the floor and play with her. Mm -hmm. And she's a baby. So she's going to be on the floor because I can't get up. And then I even took it further and I was, I would lay in bed cause I'm a warrior. I get that from my mom. Um, I would think to myself, okay, so let's say she gets two and I take her to the park because I'm going to take her to the park because that's the kind of grandma I want to be. Mm -hmm. If someone tries to get her, I can't save her. If someone, if she tries to run away from me, I can't catch her because I can't even run. 
And so it just, I told my husband, I had thought about weight loss surgery for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And my sister has had weight loss surgery. Um, and she was already in the process of losing weight. And so I talked to her about it, but she had it in Tijuana, which I would never do because I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nervous. I'm scared as ever. I'm so scared, but, um, she went to Tijuana and she was successful with her weight loss surgery. And I just told my husband, I think this is like, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. I have to do this because one, I need to do this for myself, but I want to do this so I can raise my grandchild. So I can do all those fun things with her. I didn't want to be the grandma that just sat on the sidelines, you know, with my kids, they were younger and I went to all the things with them, but I was always at the bottom of the bleachers. I was always the biggest mom at the party, Christmas party, whatever at school. I was the biggest mom in the auditorium. I couldn't even fit in the auditorium seats. Um, I was the biggest mom everywhere I went for my kids and I don't want to be like that for my grandkids. And yeah. so I just, um, started doing a low carb diet and started researching, um, people that do bariatric surgery. There's no one in my area that does that. I live in a small Oklahoma town. So there's no one in our area that does that. Um, my husband had a person at his job that had weight loss surgery, a man, and he was successful. And so I, he reached out to him and got the info. Um, because that would mean it would be covered on our insurance. And yeah. so I just started going to my, I started, I made my appointments and started losing weight. And it's just, the rest is history. <laughs> oh so that's my how gosh. It that is yeah, so beautiful. It yeah. I, I think the, um, there becomes a time, you know, once you put on so much weight that you kind of just mm -hmm. give up. Like, yeah, I, like, that's me. I had not stepped on a scale. in like I said, five years, I yeah. had not weighed because I was so embarrassed. I didn't even want to, at that point in my life, I didn't even want to know what I weighed. I didn't want to know what the number was mm -hmm. because it was, I was just so overcome with it. I didn't know in my mind, I was so far gone that there was no going back. There was no losing weight. There was just gaining more weight and getting bigger and bigger. I was in a 32. And so I had to order my clothes. Like Walmart went up to a 26 at that time. And then they started going up to a 28. But everything, and I was young. I mean, like at 40, you're young. You're still young at 40, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I had to order my clothes or everything I wore had to have stretch pants. You know, I could not find jeans to fit me. I could not. I was dressing like a 60-year-old grandma. Everything I wore was pull-on. Like Always dresses, had, you know, dresses, sleeves like to my, past my elbows. Mm -hmm. Like never wanted to show my arms because they were so huge. Never wore shorts. I only wore long capris or pants. Um, it was just, it got so depressing to, because I couldn't even find clothes to fit me. And now at the stage I'm at now, like my Easter dress, I just bought is a size eight and I put that on my TikTok and it just took off. People were going crazy for that. I saw video. that one. I saw that one. Because it's exciting. It's exciting. It's size so, eight. Yes. Like from a 32 to a size eight. And like, I would have never imagined that in my wildest dreams. Could I have ever thought I could wear a size eight? And it's not about the size. It's just about how I feel when I'm in that size eight. It's how I feel when I'm looking at myself. I was in the Ross dressing room and I had like six or seven dresses in there and I was trying those dresses on, you know, and I thought, okay, so this one's an eight. I'm going to leave that for last because it's probably not going to fit. You know, the others were like tens and twelves and I put that eight on and it fit. And I just stood there and looked at myself in the mirror because it, I'm in disbelief. I can't even believe it's me. I know You're making it's me want to cry, girl. That well, is just, it's just did because you cry? we all have that feeling. Because I've been in the dressing room and I've tried on a 28 and it was too little. And yeah. now I'm in an eight and it fits. And I probably could have even went down to a six. Like it's like that is how, and it's just that feeling of so proud of myself. Like yeah. I have actually, I deserve this life that I'm living right now. 
Yes. Um, and like this morning, I had to tell myself, like I've been nervous before this podcast and I was nervous last week before I did an um, Instagram live. I deserve this. You know, you, you deserve you. this. Everybody mm-hmm. deserves this at no matter what size you are. We mm-hmm. all deserve to live a life that we're proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just have to keep reminding myself that every day because sometimes I still, I feel like that 400 pound girl, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like her a lot, but then other times I don't even know her. I don't even know who she is, but she's the one that did all the work. This, this person is not the one that did all that work. It's that 400 pound girl that stepped out there on the ledge and said, enough is enough. I'm going to make a change and it's going to start today. And that's what I did. And it worked like <laughs> absolutely saying, like, amazing. Worked, you know? Yes, I love that. I that's so inspiring. I just went and bought a jacket for this new Tacoma event coming up, <clears throat> and I got the one. I thought it was the only one. It was a zero. I mean, I'm four eleven, so I'm just a oh, small wow. person, and so it was a zero. And I was like, I'm just gonna try it, and it mm-hmm. fit. And I literally went out and still got a size two and a size four, and those <clears throat> fit. And I was right. going to buy the size four. I thought, well, wait a minute. If the zero fits, but my brain was, I couldn't fathom it's that mental. I could take this. And I still did not take the zero. I took the size two mm-hmm. because I thought, no, I need a little room. And I was scared. And it, right. it's so crazy how our brain just like, we can't believe that number. Right. And I looked at it several times. This is, this is zero, you know, yeah. I, it's just shocking. Or It is. It shocks you. Yeah. And it I mean, is a lot of it is mental. Uh, so much of it is mental. Um, yeah. Like I tell my people all the time that message me, you know, I want to get started or how do I start? Or I had a lady this morning, I woke up and like, I try to always read my messages. There are some, I, there are so many, I can't get to all of them, but I try to. Um, and she is over 300 pounds and she wants to start, but she doesn't have insurance. And so she can't get surgery. And she just wants to know if she can do this without surgery. I fully believe you can start right where you're at. And yeah. you can start drinking the water, put down the soda, don't buy it. And that's what I tell um, all of my followers. Just if temptation is something for you and you can't stay out of the chips or whatever it is, don't buy them. Like I realize you have kids and you have husbands and they have to eat. Don't buy all that stuff. Even you know, like house, it's just don't put yourself in that, in, the yeah. tem- in those temptation moments, because what that is, is self-sabotage. It's just self-sabotage. Like if I went right now and I had a 12 pack of Coke in here, I was addicted to Coke like Coca-Cola for years, I would go to Sonic like three times a day and get a wrap 44 Coke. Well, think of how much sugar I was packing on, but at 400 pounds, I didn't care because I, I didn't care. I didn't have the willpower. I didn't have the drive that I have now. But if I had a 12 pack of Coke at my home all the time, at one point or another, I'm bound to open a Coke. I'm bound to, because it's just that self-sabotage. It's that doubt that we have. And so don't put yourself in those temptation spots. That's what I try to tell all my people. Like, just don't do it. Don't put yourself in a situation to where, you know, you're going to be tempted and then, you know, you're going to be battling, you know, am I going to drink the Coke? I'm not going to drink the Coke. Well, eventually you're probably going to have a Coke. So, which I have Coke zero here at the house. Now I have some Coke zero. So if I'm having a craving, I'll just little mini Coke zeros. I'll just open one of those and I'll drink some of it and it goes away. So that's, you know. that's probably what I'm going to do because I, I was a huge Dr. Pepper <clears throat> drinker. Oh my goodness. That was my crutch was I have celiac, so I can't have wheat. And so I don't, I can't go get a burger at right. Sonic's or fast food. And then I'm also lactose intolerant. Like my stomach is so screwed up. But yeah. what did not hurt me was Dr. Pepper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. 
So yeah, I drank always the things that we don't need that we can't yeah. have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Dr. Pepper was really hard for me. And, and for a little while, I thought, well, let me just have a little bit. But then if you have a little bit, you want a little more and then you want a little more. Oh, you more. want to drink the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, you want to drink the whole thing. But I, I need yeah. to try that. Get some like Sprite Zero or something. Yeah, Sprite Zero is great. And they even have, like they have sugar-free root beer. Like right now I have Coke Zero, but I always just buy the mini, the little cans, you know, you can get them in like a six pack because yeah. that's more than enough. If you've had bariatric surgery, that is more than enough for you. Or it is for me. There's no way that I could drink like whole Coke Zero. Because so, the fizz, all that fizz in your yeah. stomach. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's a good idea. So but yeah, I'll do that. And I don't do it all the time. But if I'm like, I even do one and you can mix it with a protein shake, vanilla protein shake, a little bit in there. And it makes like the Coke float. And I've uh -huh. even done that with a sugar-free root beer. It's really good. Oh so, my gosh. Wait, wait, say that again. The, you do the you just put your vanilla, like your vanilla premier protein or any, any brand, but a vanilla shake. Uh -huh. just a little bit in with your Coke and some ice and it makes like a Coke float or a root beer float. If you use sugar-free root beer. Yeah. And it makes like, I have that on my TikTok too. I <laughs> root beer floats. Get it's really the good. heck out of here. That sounds yummy. I yeah. It's really that. good. And plus I'm going to go get some root beer, some sugar-free mm -hmm. root beer. Cause that's mm -hmm. yeah. You can get sugar-free root beer and a little bit of vanilla protein shake already mixed up. And that way you're adding protein to your drink, which you're not going to be able to drink the whole thing because yeah. for some reason it fizzes my stomach up. Like it just, I barely can finish that little bitty mini Coke Zero because it just full, it fills your stomach up. It puffs your stomach up and you don't want that feeling. But every once in a while when you're craving it, you know, it, it hits that craving. <laughs> it takes yeah, care it's of it. a, yeah, just a little treat just to kind of curve your right. the, the, the brain battle yes. that you got going on. Yeah, for sure. I really like that. It's so, good. So you had surgery. How is it now going to church and, you know, cause I see all your TikToks and like going and seeing the people that saw you before. How is that now? Uh, well, How's I didn't it? go to church back then. I okay. didn't go to church then. So I just started going to church right before my mom passed away. And so I've only been going to this church a little over about 15 months. I've been going to this church. So they did it. They all saw me though, because I live in such a small town. And so still I have a lady at church every Sunday and she's the sweetest little old lady she comes up to me and she hugs me and she says, baby, your mom would be so proud of you. She tells me that every Sunday, that's going to make me tear up, <laughs> but she tells me that every Sunday and she says, um, your mom beautiful. would be so proud of you. And she says, and I'm proud of you. And then she'll say every once in a while, she'll say, oh, you're skinnier than you were last week, you know? And it's just those little old ladies like that. They that just make me, me feel so good. I'm I'm, it does. It, she gets me every Sunday. I know when she walks up to me, what she's going to say. So, so I'm like preparing. I'm preparing myself, you know, and she was friends with my mom. And so yeah. she does know. Um, and my mom was my biggest supporter. She really was. Um, and my dad too, he wanted me, he was more harsh. He would tell, I mean, he would just come out and say like, you got to lose weight. You got to lose weight or you're going to die, Tanya. I mean, he would, he would tell me, you know, you got to lose the weight. You, you've yeah. got to, you're just, you're just too big and we need you to take care of us. I didn't lose any weight before my dad passed away. <laughs> he had a stroke, he had cancer and um, he had a stroke and passed away and I was still big. But then I did lose weight before my mom passed away. She died with COVID. And, um, oh, my mom was so proud of me. <laughs> she was. She would tell she lived with me. She had Alzheimer's. And she would tell me every day oh. how beautiful I was and how um, she was proud of me. And it's just, you know, I want to make my parents proud. I mean, I really do. They're both, I know they're both smiling down on me right now. But um, I really, I really do. I want to make them proud. But the people at my church, they're great. They're wonderful. I have uh, two of my very best friends I go to church with. And so we see each other there. 
And, um, they, you know, they're just like, girl, I can't believe this is you. I can't, I can't believe that this is what you look like. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, they're good. It's good for the soul, you know, yeah, to walk it is. In the building and, um, it absolutely right. And there's, there's a man at our church and he's had weight loss surgery and he's had it. He's successful on his weight loss journey. Um, and there's another lady that's in the choir. She's successful. So there's a lot of us that have had weight loss surgery. And so we kind of all every Sunday, we kind of, you know, I'll touch her on the shoulder and say, you're looking good. Or she'll come by me and she'll tell me the same thing. She's like, girl, you look so good. And so, yeah, we just support each other. But yeah, living in a small town, everybody knows I've lost weight. (laughs) So everybody knows you see people at the grocery store and they're just, well, I just saw a couple that live in the next town over last week. And the lady, she was like, girl, I can't even believe that is you. And I haven't saw her in a while. It's been a couple of years. And um, she's just like, you literally look amazing. And so, yeah, I mean, they just, they pat me on the back all the time. They really helped me through all those times when I'm doubting myself, you know, and you're just thinking I've got more weight to lose and I need to lose it. But then you, you know, you see people and you haven't seen in a while and they just encourage you to get back on that bandwagon and lose that last 20 pounds, you know, not to stop, not give up. Well, just that confirmation, I think it just, whenever you don't have a parent, and somebody says that it kind of feels like they're in the room or they're there with it you does. saying that. And, it uh, does. And she was friends with my mom. And so I know it's coming from a good place when she says that to me. And I know she means it. And she's right. Like, that's the part that gets me is she's right. My mom is proud of me. I know she's beautiful. Is. I love that. So how has your relationship changed with your husband? Has it like, because you girl, got this give me girl, you got this brand new body. Mm-hmm. You are confident. You can. Now you can get up and probably sprint somewhere. You could run if you had to is this, chase your um, granddaughter. Is this rated G? Is that what this is? No, no I'm you kidding. can. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, you no, can. My say, husband, he loves it. He says so. There's another. There's another friend I have here in town. There's a lot of us here in this small town that have had weight loss surgery. So another one of my friends just had weight loss surgery. My husband saw her husband at a little Mexican restaurant we have here, and so he come home and he said, "Well." I got to tell you something. And I said, what? And he said, I saw, you know, such and such as husband. And I said, what did you say? And he said, um, I'll tell them, well, get ready. Because in about six months, you're going to feel like you're having a full blown affair and it's yep. going to be fun. <laughs> and he said, it's going to be fun. I said, you said that? And he said, yes. And I said, Bobby, I was like, do not tell people that. And, he, and I said, is that how you really feel? Because we've never really talked about it. And he said, that is how I feel. He said, I honestly feel like, he said, you are a totally different person than who mm-hmm. you used to be. And he said, and you were great before. And he was like, but now, girl, you got it going on. And he was like, so I feel like I'm having a full blown affair. And he That's said so he sweet. would come in and I would be on the couch as I was, you know, like I, I was just, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of willpower back then. Like I didn't keep my house clean all the time. I didn't always have supper made. I didn't have, I was a good person, but I just didn't have like that desire, you know, to do things like you should have a desire to do things. And he said, now I come in, the house is clean. Supper's cooked. You're like, let's go to the lake. Let's go on a walk. Let's go hike somewhere. Let's go, let's go do all these things. You know, we've had three weekend getaways. We've never had that since we've been married ever. And so he's just like, you planned like two weekend getaways and didn't even tell me. It's like, this is the date. This is when we're going. And he was like, you're just a totally different person. Um, and I can tell that he loves it just by the way that he looks at me, the way he pulls me in. Like I can just tell, um, oh. not that he didn't love me before because he did. He, he never, he was the best husband and he never brought my weight up, even though my weight was a huge issue. 
you know, he would take the kids to Six Flags and I wouldn't go to Six Flags because I couldn't fit in a roller coaster. That's a lot so, of walking. That's a lot yeah. of walking. Yeah. Yes. And my feet would fall out of my shoes, you know, and they wanted to go to Wet n Wild and I would, he would take them because I wasn't going to walk around in a swimsuit, you know, just all those things like that. My weight was always an issue. We had to wait for a table everywhere we went to eat. I could not fit in a booth. Um, we had to wait for a table. So even though there were booths all around, we're having to stand there with family and wait 45 minutes for a table because mom can't fit in the booth, you know? So our, my weight, it was an issue in my marriage, but he never let me know it was. He never, ever brought it up to me. Um, he's just the best. He, oh, I love him so much. And so, um, and now I'm like, as soon as we walk in a restaurant, I'm like, any table you got, like, I can't wait to sit down at the high top table. I can't wait to sit in the booth, you know? Um, we actually, it's so funny because we have a little restaurant we go to in Ardmore our, the next town over and the booths there are tight and I'm smaller than my husband is now. And so we just went two Sundays ago and that booth was too tight for him. Like it was, we, he was like, you, did you say booth? And I was like, yeah, I did. Cause I want to sit in a booth. And he was like, oh, and so we had to sit down and I just, you know, got off right in there because didn't even think about it. And he was like having to pry himself into the booth. And I thought, oh my gosh. Like, I didn't even think about him, you know, not wanting to sit in a booth. Yeah. Um, but so that's totally different for us. But yeah, he loves it. He loves this new me and uh, he supports me. Oh, he's just the best. I love him so much. <laughs> I Wait, do. You have this glow about you. I think it's, it's really interesting because I talk to people when they're early pre-op or, or, you know, um, waiting to get their surgery, you know, or, mm -hmm. or young post-op. And, right. but once they start losing like that, that magic number at six months, you said, but mm -hmm. you have this glow about you. Like, it's like you, you're just, you wake up, like just, it's just awakening, you know, whether it's sexual in the bedroom or whether it's just in your daily, you have so much, I didn't realize how much time there was in a day now that food mm -hmm. doesn't consume my whole day. Oh, right. That is so true. I'm so glad you said that because I've tried to explain that in a way to people and unless they've been overweight, they don't get it. I've had several videos when I first started my TikTok and I would say, you know, how I woke up thinking about food and I would get people in the comments and be like, what do you mean? And I would just be like, you must not be overweight because if you're not overweight, you don't yeah. get it. I would literally dream about food. I would wake up what is for breakfast and what am I going to have for lunch and dinner and snacks in between? Like, what can I eat all day long? Uh, like I said, let me get to Sonic quick enough and get a Route 44 Coke. I couldn't get there quick enough. Um, snacks in the car, snacks. I had snacks hid all over this house. Not even hid, just playing out in sights. Um, just food consumed your life. And so instead of cleaning my house up, I would eat all day long on the couch and watch Netflix you know, instead yeah. of doing the laundry or going and doing things I could have been doing, I would just stay inside this house and eat all day long. Um, yeah. And now yeah. I don't even wake up thinking, I mean, I wake up thinking about coffee because I love coffee so much. Um, I just wake up thinking like, dude, like what shake am I going to have for breakfast? Like what shake yeah. am I going to put in my coffee? You know, and then um, you have a little bit and you're I, done and you're done. Yeah, when can I squeeze my walk in? When can I, yeah. like, I want to go, go, go. And I want to go do, do, do. Because for so many years, I didn't do anything except eat. That's all I did. <laughs> so eat and watch TV. Like, and I raised my kids, but I wasn't, I was active and I never missed their things, but I just, it's different. Like you just have a different, and it's not that you're full of yourself. I've tried to also explain that because I've gotten several comments lately, as a matter of fact, of people saying, um, well, you sure are full of yourself now. And I just want to say, no, 
I'm not. I am not full of myself. I'm proud of myself. And there is a difference and you need to learn it. You know, people in society, they think, oh, well, look at her. She lost all that weight because she had weight loss surgery. And now she's got, you know, she's full of herself or she's posting pictures on Facebook now and she never did. Or now she's on TikTok videos and she never was. Um, It is not full of myself. It's proud of what, how far I've come. It's a confidence that you just gain. The more weight you lose, the more confidence you get. And like you said, that glow, you get that glow about you. And I have several people, my sister has that glow. Um, it's just, it's just like, cause you've never really lived your life like you wanted to. Well, I was just going to say before when you were, when your kids were younger and you're overweight or whatever, you're going through the motions of it and you're a good mother. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think now you're actually present in that moment. Yes. And that's the difference. Now you're yeah. really living in that moment and you're there. Right. That's the difference. Totally did the same thing. I would go to Fiesta, Texas, and I would never get in the water or I would never get on the rides or I would make excuses because, right. oh, I don't feel good or, oh, I don't, you know, but now it's like I'm present in the moment. And, you know, I feel bad because my kids are all grown. I mean, yeah, mine are too. And, and they're gone now. And so, but, that's okay. You know, I'm thankful that we did do this. So, right. Yeah, it is. And I like, I'm being there for my grandkids now, the way I wish I would have been living in the moment with my kids. And Mm -hmm. I did live in the moment with them. Like, but with what you're saying, it's almost like you're just going through the motions because Mm -hmm. you're so self-conscious. You can't really be yourself and you're covered up like me. I was fully clothed at the lake. You know, I wasn't in a swimsuit like the other moms or I was enclosed at the pool. So I would take my kids there, but I wouldn't really get involved in the activity because I was large. I was overweight. I was self-conscious. I was um, just anxiety filled thinking about who's looking at me. What are they thinking? Oh, you know, that's just how you live as an overweight person. And so now as someone who's just, I mean, basically I'm I'm almost at a healthy weight. um, It's just different. Like you just can't wait to get out there. Like I just yeah. went on that cruise and I could not wait to put on my swimsuit. And I did wear a cover, you know, from my waist down. And um, my legs are a problem area for me. I have so much loose skin on the inside of my thighs and my under my arms. And my stomach really doesn't bother me that much or my boobs because you can hold your boobs up with a swim top, you know. Um, but I just wrapped a cover around my waist and I just got out there and I danced on the dance floor on the Lido deck. And that's just so not something I would have done before. Um, I just lived it up and I didn't care who looked at me because I didn't care. I was just proud of myself and I wanted to show it off. And so I did. Um, oh, and it feels so, so good. good. Like yeah, it just it feels so good. And I didn't even own a swimsuit for maybe, I don't know, 10 years. I didn't even own a swimsuit. I literally had t-shirts and shorts. So anytime we went over to a friend's house that had a pool, I was t-shirt and shorts and the kids were swimsuits. Anytime we went to the lake, I was t-shirt and shorts. Like I didn't even own a swimsuit. And so now, and now like I bought like nine bikinis for that cruise. And so I'm like, I'm cracking up the whip for the summer. Like I cannot wait for summer to get here so I can bust those bikinis out, you know? Oh um, my gosh. That's so exciting. I saw your yeah, TikTok. You posted a swimsuit. I think you bought it on Amazon or something. Um, a swimsuit. I had a swimsuit cover I got from Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And you, it just blew up. People just loved it. They just love you. Yeah. yeah. But, and it's just, it's because of that it's just because of the body image, you know, like people love to see people proud of themselves. Like, and I love to see it. Like I, not just me, like, I want to see you. I want to see all of the other people. I want to see them, the look on your face when you're proud of what you see in the mirror. Oh, like that, it just makes me so proud, yeah. you know, for other people to also accomplish that. 
and that's what that's what we're doing that's what we're doing here encouraging people motivating supporting others that's what we're doing on tiktok on instagram that's why you're putting your journey out there that's why i'm putting my journey out there what i eat every day what i drink i post those all the time um people want to know those things and they think it's going to help them out and if it does then you're successful even if you help one person you're successful i always say that even if i can just inspire one person a day i feel accomplished i feel successful because someone out there is me where i was Someone out there is 400 pounds and they're on the couch and maybe they're listening to this or maybe they run across our TikTok videos or our Instagram feed, whatever it is. Um, someone out there needs encouragement that they don't have. They need motivation. They need support. They need a kick in the butt. They need that kick in the pants that says, get up, change your life because you can do it and no right. one's going to do it for you. Someone can come in and clean your house. Someone can go wash your car. Someone can go buy your groceries. Someone else can pay your bills. No one can lose weight for you. And so that's why I put my journey out there because if just one person gets inspired to change their life, then I feel successful. I, I'm, I've achieved what I've set out to do. So <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Oh no, it's, that's, that's so, I, I love all of that. I just, I, I just want to go somewhere where you just talk for days. I just want to listen to you. Well, talk. cause I was that person. Yeah, I was that person yeah. for my yeah. whole life. I've been that person behind the phone screen. And it was Facebook for me. There were so many people I followed on Facebook that were um, weight loss journeys and they were successful. And I would look them up on YouTube or listen to their whole Facebook story. And they were losing weight and they were doing what I want to do. They were doing what I dreamed of doing. And I would cry. I would just be on my phone scrolling and I would just cry listening to their videos and reading every word. I would just hang on every word that they wrote down, every word they typed. I would just cry hanging on every word because I wanted that to be me for so many years. I felt like I was living in a shell of a person that God intended me to be. Like I was not who I was supposed to be when I was almost 400 pounds. I am who I'm supposed to be now. Like this is who I have been supposed to be my entire life. And I've done this. Like I've done this all on my own. No one has done this for me. And mm -hmm. so if you're listening to this, you can do it too. You can do it. Absolutely. You just have to get your mindset right. It is mindset. It is mental. You know, I say all the time, weight loss is not just calories and physical exercise. It is not, it is mindset until you have your mindset, right. And until you have your mind made up that you've had enough, you're not going to lose the weight. You have to get your mindset, right. You have to realize that you are so worthy of a better life because we're living it. You and I both are living this better life now. We're so, I'm so much a better person than I used to be before. I was so negative. I was grumpy all the time. Um, oh, I was just, so, oh, I was so mad at the world because I wasn't who I wanted to be. And now I wake up and I'm just like, where can I go today? Who can I, let me go. Like, let me get to my friends. Who can I talk to? Who can I encourage? You know? And so yeah. it's just, it's so much a better life. It is. Let me get a sneak peek. What do you eat your go-to every day what's your favorite drink what's your favorite meals what makes you successful like my favorite drink is this this is my favorite drink of all drinks this is unicorn water this is my viral tiktok water <laughs> but, oh i've um, seen that is... i've seen the unicorn water okay so what is unicorn yeah. water <clears throat> so this is water and like i will normally do my water tip i'm supposed to drink 64 ounces a day mm -hmm. and so what i will do is i get a 32 ounce water jug um, like super sparrow just sent me some water jugs and then I have one in my cabinet here. I can get it for you. <laughs> so this is a 32 ounce water jug from Walmart. 
And so my trick is if it's 32 ounces and I'm supposed to have 64 ounces, I just fill this up twice and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about tracking water bottles. Oh, I had, you know, 16.9 ounces four times or pair of four water bottles. I don't have, I don't have time to do all that because I have my grandbaby more than likely. I have her five days a week. And so this helps me with my water goal. It's 32 ounces. I fill it up twice a day. I drink it. So by six o'clock, I've got both of these drank. I fill it up as soon as I get up in the morning and my water goes met every day. And so until I found these water jugs and until I found this game starts, I could not meet my water goal because I can't drink plain water. So this is just water and it's a pink sugar-free Starburst packet and then unicorn skinny syrup mixed into this. That's it. And, and I just good. named it, I, I named it unicorn water. Does it taste like pink lemonade or what does it taste no, like? Mm -mm. No, it tastes like pink Starburst. So you know what pink Starburst tastes like? Yeah. And so this is my skinny syrups, which I could show you. I've got like 30 of them. So this is the unicorn water right here. This is a unicorn oh, syrup. Okay. This huh. is my skinny syrups. So these have zero carbs, zero sugar, zero fat, zero calories. So I add this to my water and I just do two pumps in this and then a pink Starburst packet. So the flavor of this is, it says it's like blue raspberry flavored frosting. That's the flavor of this. I'm going to so try that. that. I have a hard time but, with water too. Yeah. And so, and that was me. Like I could hardly meet my water goal. But since I started making the unicorn water, I meet my water goal every day. And then there's another one that I do is mermaid water. And so instead of using the unicorn syrup, you use the mermaid syrup. And then I mix it with another, a packet and ocean, ocean water from Sonic. Well, girl, I'm fixing to go to Marshall's and Ross to go see if they yeah, have those. Marshall's, Ross, TJ Maxx, Burt's, Home Goods, Tuesday morning. There are like six stores that carry those. But if you can't find those, then Ooh, I we have a Tuesday morning. Yeah. And you can Don find them there. God. Whenever I can't I'm find the flavors I'm looking for, like I've, like right now, you can't find this at the store because we sold this out three times. So we've sold out the Skinny Mixes website. People on my TikTok, they've sold this out three different times and they've sold out the mermaid syrup. So you can't find these in the store right now because they are sold out. Like wow. anywhere, they're sold out. But um, so they just restocked. But yeah, I have a code though. If you're interested in the code, like I have Tanya42 is my code for a free bottle of syrup. I yeah. will definitely try that because I have a hard mm -hmm. time drinking water. I think we all. It's really good though. So I just drink hard. 64 it looks ounces delicious. a day. Yeah. It's really, really good. And uh, like, I just put it in this um, just for like this. Or if I make them on my TikTok, I make them in these jars because you can see it. And then so if I just put it in this, my water bottle, you can't really see it. But yeah, so I meet my water goal every day. That's my drink of choice. Unicorn water or mermaid water. Those are my drinks of choice. How do you get in your protein? <laughs> So my like protein, like every morning, instead of creamer in my coffee, I do a protein shake. And so sometimes, and I have all flavors. Like I love the salted caramel quest. That's one of my absolute favorite ones. And I just used my last one today. And then I love the caramel um, premiere. I love that one. I love the cafe latte premiere. Um, all those little pre-made shakes that have like 30 grams of protein. So I'll pour like half of one of those in my coffee in the morning instead of creamer. And so like this morning, I made an espresso and I did a whole caramel premiere shake. And I drink that. And so that'll give me 30 grams of protein. I usually start my day. If I don't do the whole shake, I do half of one. So I'm either doing 15 or 30 grams of protein every morning with my coffee. And okay. so that's just, that's just what I do. If I do a half a shake, then I'll try to do like um, avocado toast. I'm obsessed with that right now. I'm obsessed with hummus toast. I make my own hummus. And so I'm obsessed with those. And I'll just put like an egg on top for more protein. I huh. eat lots of cheese. I eat lots of turkey. I eat tons of tuna, tuna packets. The sweet and spicy is my absolute favorite. 
I eat, um, like last night, I did a roast in the crock pot yesterday. So we'll have that. I'm always doing like meats and cheeses. Um, right now, at the beginning of my weight loss journey, I tried to do like low carb, high protein, tons of water. And so that's what I still do. But right now I'm at the point I'm trying to add in more veggies. I'm trying to add in like yesterday, I had an orange for a snack. So I'm trying to add in a little bit of fruit here and there and know that make that self-conscious decision to know it's not bad for you. Like oranges are not making you fat. <laughs> know that carrots and bell pepper and cucumber, they're not making you fat. They're okay yeah. to eat. Yes, they have carbs, but you need that. You need those fruits and veggies, those fresh foods. Yeah. And so I'm trying to add in more veggies right now. That's what I'm trying to do. But um, yeah, I basically, I'll make a plate. I like to snack. It's not really snacking. Like I'll make a plate around 11 o'clock. Like yesterday I made it and I posted it on my stories and it had um, like turkey. It had cheese. It had a bulled egg. It had some almonds and then it had like free foods. So free foods to me are like pickles, olives, things that are not really going to count a lot of carbs, calories, or sugars. And I do sugar-free pickles. So I make that plate up. I ate a little bit at lunch, so I couldn't finish the plate. It was like 24 grams of protein and 325 calories. And so I didn't finish all that. I ate the cheese, a little bit of the turkey, a couple of almonds, and some of the bulldog. egg. So then I just set that plate out. And as I get hungry throughout the day, I'll just pick a little bit more things off of that tray. And so having that out where I can see it keeps me, if I'm at home, it keeps me from grabbing things from the pantry, grabbing things out of the fridge that I don't need. That would necessarily ruin my calorie intake or my fat or my carbs for the day. And so that's how I like to eat. And if I go out, like if I have errands to run, like I'm going to leave here when I do this, I'll take a bag of the petite carrots with me. I'll take a cheese stick. I always have almonds in my purse. I keep shakes in my console when it's not hot outside. Um, I always have things in my purse or in my car that I can snack on real quick that have protein and they're low carb. And they're good for you, you know, necessarily like low calorie keeps me from stopping at like Taco Bell or getting extra things at yeah, Starbucks. I don't need over. things like so that. How far out post-op are you? My surgery was December 26, 2019. That was my surgery. So, oh, wow. So um, just, yeah, that's good. So you're good two years, you know, two, yeah. two years. Mm -hmm. of, yeah. Wow. You've done so much. Like I can't, I can't even. I, mean, but I, I feel like I could do. I feel like I could do more. I had a rough spell um, and we all have things in life that we go through. You know, I had a rough spell when my mom passed away that really, really um, just took me down a rough road and I'm still on that rough road, but I pulled myself out of it. I kind of got myself in a hole. Um, I didn't really get um, depressed. I just got to where I didn't track anything I ate. I wasn't drinking my water. I wasn't eating my protein. I wasn't, I stopped exercising because at that time before she passed away, I was walking three miles a day. Every day, no matter what, I walk three miles. And I try to do like throughout the day, I try to do like a hundred jumping jacks. So I do like 25 at a time, four different times throughout the day. So that's kind of my workout that I do. I stopped doing that when my mom passed away. Like I said, I stopped tracking all my food, my drinks. I didn't really gain a lot of weight doing that, but I didn't lose any. And it got me so far off track to where I tried to start walking again. I couldn't make it to the three miles. You know, it's like you have to start over on yeah. everything. You have to start over on your water intake and your protein and get back in the routine. Just and, your mind uh, so, around that. Yeah. Yeah. And so hard. I feel like I could have met my goal weight already if I wouldn't have got derailed, but you know, life, life, life happens. And sometimes we just have things that are unexpectedly going to throw us for a loop. And I was thrown for a loop and I didn't do good with that loop. <laughs> sometimes we handle things a lot better and sometimes we don't. So that's probably been the, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And so I know I could have met my goal weight by now if I wouldn't have derailed my own self. 
but um you know it is what it is I just got to pick myself up and start fresh every day and tell myself I can do it so I am um I'm actually struggling right now my mom has COVID and she's got pneumonia Mm -hmm. battling her breast cancer uh, postmenopausal breast cancer and it's metastasized it's in her lungs mm-hmm. and it's terrifying she it is got, yeah and it's it's super scary because she's she just <clears throat> got covid and pneumonia and so it's like oh my god it's terrifying so mm-hmm. I it is and it consumes you you know we have things that come up in our life that just consume us and we have to take care of and like I just I just keep saying that's life life is going to throw things at you yeah, and yeah. it's all in how you react to it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to try and lose weight when your life is unraveling. It's yeah, hard yeah. to try and do something new. And stay so fo- if you're focused, yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to stay focused on the task at hand. It's hard to stay focused on yourself when you know other people need you, you know, it's, you just, it's just goes back to mindset. You just have to, no matter yes. what life throws at you, you have to try to yeah. do the best you can. And yeah. if you're not losing weight right now, that's okay too. You know, it's okay. It's okay. Like for me, my husband will tell me, it's okay that you haven't met your, met your goal weight because that's my goal right now. I want to meet my goal weight. I want to lose 20 more pounds. But he says like, why do you want to lose 20 more pounds? You look amazing. You look fantastic. And I'm just like, I don't really know why. I don't know if it's just, I don't know if it's a goal for me or if it's something my doctor set out for me or it's just to say that I've met just my that goal number. Weight. I think you just want yeah. that number that we just get a, we get a little bit obsessed with it. We get a little yeah. bit obsessed. That. And so sometimes you just have to take stock of where you're at right now. You just have to take stock and just be proud of yourself where you're at now and how far you've come, whether or not you've met your goal weight. It, you know, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I'm not there yet. What matters is, is I'm still on the road to getting there. I haven't stopped. I haven't given up. You know, I gave up for a little bit and I grieved and I lost track but now I'm back and that's what matters you know you got to get back up it's like you hear you know fall down seven times get up eight I mean you have to just keep getting up and keep getting back on that horse you probably have 10 15 20 pounds of skin honestly I I think a a lot of our number our goal number is Mm -hmm. probably because I asked my doctor um what's supposed to be my number and he said like around 125 and I'm like 136 or something, but I'm Mm -hmm. short. I mean, I could weigh Mm -hmm. 98 pounds and it'd be okay. Yeah. But I won't get that small. So, you know, I, I have like 10 pounds of skin. So you probably have, you're probably there and you don't, cause you imagine if they took off all the skin, how much oh man it would be so much because like and that's a that's a big issue with the weight loss too is the skin Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people are like well I don't want to get weight loss surgery because I don't want to have the skin that is such an excuse like that's just that is not true you know what I mean that's just another excuse that you're making to not lose weight because I know because I I did the same thing you know I was like but really you have to ask yourself would you rather stay miserable at 400 pounds or just have loose skin I would take this loose skin with me every day Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the skin with me every day for the rest of my life, as opposed Mm -hmm. to being where I was at almost 400 pounds. There's no way I want to go back to that. And so I'll take this loose skin with me. If I have to die with it, I'm fine with that. You know, if I never get it removed, like I, I mean, I'm fine with that. Would you have plastic surgery? I would. Um, like a tummy tuck and a thigh lift. They like, well, my thighs, my inner thighs are such a problem. I'm so insecure. Like I just did a short video on TikTok this morning. I've got two pairs of shorts that I have found and they're long enough to where it hides that inside sagging skin I have on my thighs. 
it's such a problem area for me because I bought those swimsuits and like I wore those swimsuits, but I tied a swimsuit, co swimsuit cover around my bottom because I feel like in my brain, I have to cover up my inner thighs because they're so saggy. And so to me, I went from being insecure about my body at 400 pounds to now still insecure about my body because of all the loose the skin, skin. Yeah. even though at the same time, I'm proud of my body. Even though at the same time, I love the body I have now. I'm still, everybody, no matter, you can be a zero and you're going to have insecure areas about your body. Oh God, That's just yeah. natural. No, and we yeah. are our worst critics. We pick ourselves apart. You know, I might see something hanging down and nobody else would even notice it, you know? So we're our worst, we're our own worst critics. Yeah. But are. my inner thighs are a major issue for me. Uh, it's a major issue because I'm so self-conscious. And then my neck is getting worse, like um, hanging down under here. The more weight I lose, the more my neck hangs down. And that's driving me crazy because I feel like I see it in every picture I post. Like I can see every time I take a video, I can see my neck jiggling and that drives me nuts. My underarms, they, they are a problem because they're getting more saggy. My boobs don't really bother me because I feel like a bra can fix that. So I don't feel like I need a boob lift. I feel like I can just wear a bra. My stomach, I'm probably never going to have, I don't know if I would get like a tummy tuck or if that would go right in with the thigh lift. I'm not sure how all that would work, but I would love to get it done. Um, yeah, no, doctor, you would get a um, Dr. Carmina Cardenas where we're actually giving a, a royal lower body lift away to yeah, anybody. That would, be, that would go, probably be what I would want is the yeah, body, the body, yeah, the lower yeah, body lift. Yeah. So anybody who goes to our events or anybody who buys a virtual ticket gets put in for that. Wow. But, yep. For the spring tour. And uh, a Royal body lift is a 360 tummy tuck. Mm -hmm. And, but they actually like lift you up from the sides and the, yes, like, all the way around. So that's going to give you that thigh lift. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really help that it gives a little bit of help to the inner thighs, but it, it doesn't, you know, the arms is a separate surgery, the inner thighs, right. they say that's the most painful. Yeah. That is the horrifically painful surgery is those yeah, inner thighs. Yeah, and that's thighs. my problem area, my inner thighs. Yeah. Um, I just, I, it's like fat settling, you know, fat settles and fat shifts on us all the time. And so mm -hmm. I just, on my right leg, I just have like a pocket of fat, I feel like. And so it's, I'm real self-conscious about it. And so that's why I don't wear like the shorter shorts that I could wear or like not the swimsuit cover over my bottoms. I have a, um, the short bottoms. I got those at Target and they're so stinking cute. They're regular swimsuit bottoms underneath, but on top, they're a pair of shorts. And they're but shorter, can, but they Tanya, still can you hear yourself up. talking? You're you're wearing, you're talking about bikinis and mm -hmm. shorts and oh, right. all of these things. Just that's so amazing to it is, come like this I said, far. I didn't even own a swimsuit for like 10 years. Didn't even oh, no. own a swimsuit. It was just, oh, we're going to go to the lake. Okay, let me get my t-shirt and my shorts out. I didn't even own a swimsuit. So yeah, it's amazing though. It really it's is. So amazing. Oh my God. That's, I just, I cannot get over it. So I, I always ask everyone who's on the podcast at the end, towards the end of the episode, what advice do you have? I think this whole episode has been like amazing advice for somebody who, any advice that you have for somebody who's pre-op, who's, I mean, I always think of the people who are like bed bound or right, I do too. You know that mental when you get so big, you kind of just give up. And yes, I know wearing, it because I was there. Yeah, mm -hmm. you wear dresses and you just kind of mentally check out of your life. I think. Yeah, you're mentally checked out, completely checked out. 
yeah. you're not even aware. And, and like me, I was such a self-conscious person. Advice that I would give and I do give um, in like my messages when I message people back or on my videos, plan. You have to have a plan. For me, anytime I am not losing weight, it's because I'm not planning my meals out. It's because I'm not prepared. And you know, it's like that old saying, if you fail to prepare, you're preparing for failure. And I fully believe that with weight loss, you have got to be prepared. That's why I say, carry snacks with you. Only have the right foods that, like I have a container of food in my pantry at the top. That's just for me. My entire family knows you do not get in that top pantry in that white box because that is mama's box. That's mama's food. You don't get in it. I've got my low carb chips, my low carb tortillas. I've got my Quest bars. I've got whatever, my pork rinds. Anything that I want is up there in that box. And so if I didn't have that, I would be grabbing Doritos. I'd be grabbing Pringles. I'd be grabbing the Cheez-Its my grandbaby loves. I'd be grabbing things I don't need, but that I have to have at this house because I have family members that eat normal. You know, they eat, they still eat that thing. They're not on a weight loss journey, just me. And so prepare and plan. That's what, that's plan your day. Before you wake up, no, you're going to wake up. You're going to get a walk-in. You're going to exercise um, and be, you're, nobody wants to wake up and like, oh, I can't wait to get to the gym. No, but after you work out, you are so glad you did it. I have yeah. never done a workout and afterwards said, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. No, afterwards your endorphins are kicked in, your serotonin's kicked in and you're just like, yes, like I'm rocking and rolling, yeah. baby, you know? And so plan your workout, plan your day. What are you going to eat? Do you have plenty of water? Do you have plenty of foods that have protein in them? You know, whether it's shakes or whether it's food, whatever you're doing, make sure you have plenty of that. Because if you don't, you're going to grab things that are going to derail your progress. And in the end, you're just self-sabotaging yourself. Because yeah. I know all about self-sabotage because when I was almost 400 pounds, that's what it is. You get to 400 pounds from self-sabotage. Um, just laziness, just no willpower, no desire to even live nothing like you could be, yeah. you know? No, and I so know. that's, that would, that would be my advice um, and not to give up on yourself and to know that you're worth it. You're worth losing the weight. You're worth all the work you're going to have to put in. And it is hard. It is not easy. There has not been a single day since I have started my weight loss journey. That has been easy. Not a single day. It's all hard because in the back of my mind, those old habits are still there. I was a binge eater. And so all those binge hatting, ha eating habits are still there. And you just have to kick them to the curb. You just have to constantly say no to yourself. I talk to myself, even my husband, he's like, you're talking to yourself. And I'm like, I know, but I have to, like, I have to talk to myself and tell myself, I do not need more food at the end of the day. When my mind is telling me I do, you are not hungry, Tanya. Your mind is just telling you, you are, you're not. And so, you know, it's all those old habits trying to creep back in that you just have to keep the right mindset. And you have to stay positive. And sometimes that's hard in a negative world where we're going through all of the ups and downs that we don't even know COVID, you know, just all the things that are wrong in the world today that we're having to go through that we've never gone through. You have to find a spot in your life to stay positive. You have to find something in your life to be thankful for, whether it's your grandkids like me, whether it's your husband, whether it's yourself whether it is just this life that we've been given and we all have a choice to live in a grumpy mood or in a positive mood. And I choose positivity. I choose to be happy and to shout it from the mountaintop because I've never done that before. Mm -hmm. I have always just been, I was always the funny fat friend. You know, I was always the biggest friend in my friend group, no matter if it was in high school or at work or wherever, I was always the funny fat friend. 
and now funny I'm just friend, a funny yeah. friend, you know? And so you just have to stay positive. If, whether it's looking things up on the internet that keep you positive, whatever it is, whether it's reading a book, whether it's some kind of inspiration, find that inspiration and keep it in your life and keep it close to your heart. Because if you let that go, your progress, you're going to self-sabotage yourself. You're going to derail your own progress. And we don't want to do that. And trust me, I know because I've been there. I've been there. I have been my own self-sabotager my whole life. And finally, I just said enough is enough. It's a new life for me. It is. So what is next for Tanya? I don't know. Like, I can't even believe I'm doing a podcast. And I have so many people. I have emails every day that I'm having to turn people down. All these companies are sending me things. I've got all these people reaching out to me, which you can't get back to everyone. And you're not going to, I try to pride myself on never putting something out there that I don't love. And so it's a product. If I don't love it, you're never going to find me endorsing it. If I don't use it all the time, I'm not going to endorse it. And I'm just nice as I can be in my replies to people. Um, Like Todd reached out to me, Todd Pods. Like they reached out and they were like, would you be interested in doing an ad? And I'm like, yes, I would, because we all got dirty laundry and I use Tide all the time. So yes, I would. And so it's just things like that. So I don't know. It's almost like the sky is the limits. I would love to do my own bariatric lives. I would love to do that. And I just thought of that this morning of reaching out to other bariatric people and doing lives. So I would love to do more of that. I would love to do more bariatric talks with people, advertise on Instagram. So I don't know. The sky is the limit really. It's so amazing. Well, yeah. And you just get like inspired. You just get more inspiration when you're in like this, like you're inspiring me just talking with you um, and your success story. I love hearing it. I love it. Like I love people sharing their Mm -hmm. success stories with me. You know, like we're all here. We've all lost weight together and we've Mm -hmm. all just gone on a journey to find ourselves. And we've actually found ourselves. Like that's the goal. You don't even realize that's the goal. I thought the goal was to lose weight. That was my goal. When I first started a weight loss journey, your goal is to lose weight. Mm -hmm. But what I did in the process of losing weight is I found myself and through TikTok and through Instagram, like I have found myself. I have found a safe place where I can go and share, like I said, the successes, the failures, the hardships, the trials, you know, the victories the non-scale victories. And so when you find that safe place, oh, keep it. Like, I love it. I'm so excited and I'm so thankful to have personally met you now and to call Me you too. my I friend. Feel the same way about you. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. I'm so excited, Tanya, that we got to sit and chat and I appreciate you and I'm proud yes, of you. And for I your appreciate journey. you asking me. I really enjoyed this. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thank okay, you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tanya. God bless. You too. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like the show, Please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast. And check us out at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash fairy diaries for more exclusive content, deep dives, and info on upcoming events. Don't forget, follow us on social media. See you there.